TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. The big leagues. Going! Going! And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye! He has done it! He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat! Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The fan. Welcome into the hot corner for it must be a Wednesday, baby. As it's always a Wednesday. I'll pay a cheeseburger tomorrow for a cheeseburger today. I'm angry. I know. And Mike, it's kind of ridiculous how angry you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's April, Mike, okay? It's, it's April, dude. Like I was just joking when I talked about my meltdown the other day in opening day. Well, I mean, I'm gonna get over this in two minutes if they lose, but it's just the the throwing error that Are leads... you going to get over in two minutes? Because you're hot right now. It's a throwing error that leads to an extra <laughs> inning run that would have been the end of the inning. The guy was and it wasn't even second. just the throwing error. It was the worst scoop attempt by a non-first baseman at first base that I've ever seen. <laughs> so I'm, I'm upset at the moment. There's only one out. The guy who couldn't scoop the ball is up, so he has a chance to redeem himself in Jay Bruce. It's the only baseball game on TV right now, so it's all we need to talk about. I like how he puts the, the, bla- the yeah, blame on Jay Bruce. Totally, the error is charged to Glaber Torres, but he's like, hey, man, that ball was in the dirt and bouncing around, and the guy doesn't normally play first base, but come on, man. Did you see his attempt at the scoop? It was terrible. Well, not as terrible as the throw, apparently. I know he swings it. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Live audio of Mike Lynch uh, just moments ago. Uh, <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, your team scored two runs. I think my team scored that all season. Your team scored four today, you jerk. Oh, great. Then we've got it to six. <laughs> I mean, you guys are pretty good, right? What? No. Like, you're doing all right. No. 
We're terrible. Don't you have two or three wins? Yeah. So does most of the league. So you're doing all and right. And two or three losses. My team is terrible. Well, the Yankees have two or three wins and two or three losses. It's fine. Yeah, but you pay for people. We don't. <laughs> oh, yes. We definitely paid for Jay Bruce. You'll make trades at the deadline. We won't. Well, you say true. he's playing for free? <laughs> Basically. Probably. I mean, look at that swing. You might as well be paying. Let's go. Yeah, you got to have a veteran minimum. <laughs> Let's right? go. It's got to be some kind of vet minimum, right? Uh, he was signed to a minor league contract. But I mean, so whatever it, that is. But I mean, it, like it goes. Yeah, maybe you got like a mill. Hey, yeah. but this next at bat, Mike, you have a chance of getting higgy with it. That is true. Nagashioka coming up with a chance to tie it or win it or strike out inevitably, and we lose because of a throwing error by Glaber Torres. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I said everything possible, so I don't know. <laughs> what is the bet right now that I can place that the Yankees lose this game? Oh, it's probably very likely. I'll bet you $10 right now. I mean, no, because they're going to lose the game. So I don't know what more you want from me. You're such a terrible fan of your own team. You're already out on them. You're like, oh, we suck, man. Why don't you have a little positivity, Michael? Uh, it's called being a realistic fan, <clears throat> sir. A realistic fan. I'm so mad about a loss in April as my team's going to the American League Championship Series. Well, they got to win these games in April to get to the Ooh. ALCS, man. Right oh. now, this is for the uh, top of the AL East, okay? <clears throat> this game very much matters to the both of us. That's true. April 7th, you know, that's where you win so, World Series. This is when divisions are settled. This is when things are settled. Look, guys, you can mock me all you want, but all of these little things do matter over the course of the season. Like, the way that they play... The, the look of the team, it oh, matters. Are you, are you telling me that the wins and losses that happen at the beginning of the, se- of the season factor into your win-loss record at the end of the season? Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Are there any other Are there any other wise, wise studies that you have done, Michael, that can indulge me more? Why Why is the super mocking? Go- I'm feeling it. I'm with my team right now. I'm enjoying the oh, baseball oh, oh, season. Oh, now your team is good because it's 3-3, huh? <laughs> God, this is awful. I didn't see him touch home plate. This is, I didn't. I thought, I thought the tag was clean, too, personally. You did look out, but I'll take it. God, look, when did you become a Red Sox fan, dude? Jeez. Always a Red Sox fan. It's just a, a new Yankees fan. God. <laughs> Hey, oh, Mike. we suck. Two innings later, we're the best. I did tell you that you were about to. Getting higgy with it. <laughs> Look, I mean, do you not. All right, that's good. It is good. Do you <laughs> not react like this when you're watching your own team? No, man, my team sucks. Okay, but when they were good in that World Series run year. They're good like once every. They're like they're like Tom Izzo. It's like we make a. Or Syracuse. We make a Final Four every but 10 did, years. But did you not like. In regular random games when something stupid happened, get pissed? No. Why? Because we suck. And then when you go on runs, you're like, whoa, this is crazy. When are we going to blow this? Mm. Yeah, dude, it's like being a Blazer fan, man. (laughs) It's the same thing. You're like, holy S, we are in the Western Conference Finals? Like, are we going to lose game one by 30 or 20? 35. that's That's the world I live in. My, none of my sports teams are good. Okay, I'm a Liverpool fan in the EPL, and you it's just like won the title. and it's like you won the title, and you're like, yeah. How far will we fall? Like, when's the next time? Thirty years? Forty years? Well, it's not looking very good. So. Well, exactly, because we suck. <laughs> That's what you need. Like, you just gotta get it through your get it through your thick dome. That when you have a team that is constantly terrible, whenever you're good, you're kind of like, well, you know, we'll, we'll see. This is fun. 
you know, and then it rains in the ninth inning and uh, you lose. So you're saying that I'm only like this because it's the Yankees? Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting because I think I get like this with most of my teams, though. But maybe it's because my main team is the is the Yankees, so that's kind of how I've been with the fan as a fan. When I get into a season, especially with the teams I really care about, I get really in, invested into each game. Well, like, yeah, I, like, I, like Syracuse I, basketball when they're when they're playing and they're on TV, which they weren't this year. Um, I get really invested in those games, even if it's a random game in January. I get invested in it. Yeah, I do too, man. When it comes to Wazoo football, basketball, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm watching I'm watching the national title and I'm like, GU, let's do this, baby. That's true. And they're you down are. eleven and they're down eleven zero. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> and you move on. And yeah. then you're like, Oh, yeah, we suck. Got it. I forget. You get hyped up in the emotion. Not all of us get to hang twenty seven banners and be like, We're expected to win. I have never been a fan of a team that is expected to win. Win of the World Series with a better roster, a better manager, and a better chance to win a World Series. And I'm going, yeah, we'll lose. It's the Cubs. Yeah. And every TV is like, yeah, you're going to lose. You're like, oh, okay. It's the Cubs. Then it's the ninth inning. You tie the game. You're like, oh, man, game is tied. Someone's like, you think you're going to do this? You're like, oh, no. And then Mother Nature says, yeah, you're going to lose. Yeah, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to lose for sure. That's what we do. I don't think I would like to live in a world where my team's any good. This text says, you were not born a Liverpool fan. You chose that misery. Exactly. I chose every misery I have. Except for, well, I guess you chose Wazoo. Yeah. Chose to go to school there. That's true. The only team you were born a fan of was basically Gonzaga, wasn't it? Basically. I'm born into GU. Yeah. Um, Everything else I picked, you know, I was born in Spokane. I didn't pick the Mariners because, oof. <laughs> Although that 95 team was a lot of fun. So you picked the Indians. <laughs> So I picked Cleveland. So, they were in the World Series at the time. Yeah. Um, Edgar Renteria. I hate that guy. That's 97, but mm. same but same difference. Uh, yeah, picked the Blazers after I after Reggie Miller retired because I lived here. Because I was a Pacer fan for a long time. Talking about picking losers. <laughs> I was like, this Reggie Miller guy, that's my guy. But boy, once the playoffs start. But boy, once you play this guy named Michael, it is over. Over. Oh, you made it to the finals. Awesome. We just put Kobe and Shaq together, and you're like, see ya. <laughs> I'll root for the Blazers now. But wait, they have to face Kobe and Shaq, too. No! no! What is happening? <laughs> Anything is possible, except it's not. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you just... The only, the only team... I mean, I guess Liverpool won a title last year and, and some Champions Leagues, but, like, in the States, the Timbers won an MLS Cup. And I wanted to run through the streets naked, and people were like, Timbers, what's that? Like, mm. Oh, dang it. Right. I picked a winner, but nobody cares. They have as many titles as the Blazers, and they're like, they're an NBA team? Is that an expansion team? You're like, oh, God. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah, man. Sorry. Uh, this is my fandom. I care a lot about Yankees baseball. I care a lot about Syracuse basketball. Those two are the two that I get the most extreme over. Well, I get fired up over all my teams. And I, I just... also consider myself a very reasonable Yankee fan, mostly compared to other Yankee fans. But even to this level, I'm still insane. I accept that. Well, I get fired up about all my games. I just have realistic expectations. Well, me too. You know, to win all 162 games. Yeah, you can go 162 and 0. 
I mean, it's not realistic. But you're like the guy. You're like the guys I know that are from Stillwater, Oklahoma, that all took OK State to win a title, and we're like, you know, there's money involved in this. They're like, well, yeah. Don't you watch us play? I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I watched the Oregon State game with some of them, and I was like, they're like, you know, we're just not getting the calls. Cade's not shooting today, and this is this is really disappointing. And you're like, or you're not that good. There could be that as well. Did you say that to them? Yes. What did they say? No, no. I mean, look at this ref. Like, he's clearly not giving us the calls. Oh, you're right, like, of course, yeah. Like, okay, well, you're losing to Oregon State, so <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. A lot of teams lost to Oregon State, though, to be fair. And they were a big for a while there. You got boat raced in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And you can't get boat raced in the beginning. That's what happened to GU. That game was actually really good, minus the spotting 11 points in the beginning. I. It was more than 11, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was 11-2 at one point. Well, right, but wasn't it like a... Wasn't it like a like a twenty point lead at one point or nineteen points? Well, yeah, but I mean, if you take eleven off of that, then you have eight, nine, mm-hmm. and they come back and they're only down by ten, down by nine. That's a tie ball game. If you don't spot them eleven points in the beginning, it's like you know that Tennessee Oregon State game was good, but you know we shouldn't have spotted Oregon State twenty five in the first half. I'm not sure that I agree with that full assessment because watching that game, Gonzaga had nothing. Baylor was just dominant. I know. So I don't know if spotting 11 or not really mattered. It was it was not going to be Gonzaga's night. And, and guess what? I got over it real quickly because you know what? My team suck, and that's just how we do things. That's how we do things. I've gotten better at getting over it. I will say that. I remember in 2017 when they lost the ALCS to the Astros, I was beside myself well, for, you, like, days. Well, you didn't know that they were cheating. I didn't, but I was still beside myself for days. And now when they lose, I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll be angry for the night, especially in a playoff game. I'll be angry for the night, and then I'll get over it. Well, maybe it'll make you better because maybe the Astros are actually good. No. No. Maybe maybe worth discussing. They're not good. Ugly dugly. Well, there is a lot maybe. to discuss. And mm-hmm. you know what? I will throw you a bone, and we, we will talk a little Astros today. But We also got to talk the A's. But it is for a reason that you did not expect. Okay. Okay, I've got a fun game that I would like to play when it comes to the Astros. I like games. Um, so we got a lot to get to today. There is a lot of baseball. It's pretty loose, free-form show tonight. Because there's baseball to talk about again. Because there's baseball to talk about. And I kind of just want to get our initial reactions of the first week and just kind of what we're excited about, who's looking good, looking at you, Shohei Otani. You know, like who's looking good, who's not, things like that. So we can dive into a, a variety of Things. There is the fan text line, 503-250-1080. That lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. We are on social media. Mike is on Twitter at MikeLynch27. You can find me there and Instagram, PDD085. Fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher. He is on Twitter as well. JoeFish3, that's F-I-S-C-H. Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow at 4 as I recently uh, returned from a trip to Bend. And we'll talk a little Bend beer. So make sure you download that wherever you get your podcast, TanningTheFan.com and Odyssey, uh, the app, Odyssey.com. Can I say that? Yes. Is that a thing? Odyssey.com and the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Is where you can find that stuff. When we come back, <clears throat> I've got a new game I want to play. I like games. That I'm going to keep track of this throughout the year, and it involves the Houston asterisks. And we'll get to that. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
721, this is Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. Tanny the Fan. Odyssey.com. <clears throat> I want to start playing a little game. And I've already got two things on the board. The Houston cheating Astros that we were always worried that they were not going to get their just due Mm -hmm. because of COVID and no fans in the stadium. Uh, But I'll tell you this, 2021 is off to a hot start. Thanks to Angels fans everywhere. And Oakland A's PA announcers. Oh, really? Yes. So the game is... Let's keep a running list of the great things teams and fans do to the Houston Astros over the season. Hopefully they stop losing to the Houston Astros because they're doing that a lot. Well, I don't know why. Like, let's jump on the uh, let's jump on the A's because they won their first game today. I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not part of that camp, Um, but they did uh, in their first game against the Astros. The song they played was Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. (laughs) So that's the, the PA announcer. Yep, that's they played that over the loudspeakers as they were in as they were about to introduce the Astros oh, starting lineup. That's fantastic, and that is fantastic. Fast forward to the next series, we are playing in in Anaheim, Los Angeles, and on two separate occasions, fans threw trash cans onto the field. Now, I do not condone throwing things on the field. I do believe in player safety. However. For the Astros, you can throw as many trash cans as you like. One of them was inflatable. I was going to say, yeah. One of them was a fake. The other one was real. The other one was real with actual garbage in it. That fell out as he threw it over the wall. And that, my friends, is awesome. And Dusty Baker said, you know, it makes me sad to see people do this. Well, that's what you get when you take over a team full of a bunch of cheaters. Is he really still... What? Just own it, man. <laughs> I mean, it just disappoints me to see this. Like, that's just you're, you're shocked. Keep harping on no, this. Harping on what? That you cheated for multiple <laughs> years and stole World Series? That's hey, guys, funny. move on. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, we're Never. not going to move on. You got away with it last year because there was no fans. No, there's no moving on. So the trash cans onto the field are pretty amazing. And I would have called that in, like, July but the fact that we're in April and it's happening has got me wondering, what's next? Well, I was thinking... The song over the loudspeakers, that's great. Yes. It's, and, and choosing the carry song, that's also excellent. Yeah, maybe you can do like uh, that one Bang Bang song by Ariana Grande next time mm. they uh, did an- announcing the lineup. I like You're So Vain by Carly Simon. <laughs> you know, you probably think this is all about you. <laughs> and you're like, no, you're just a bunch of losers. I think what I'm very much looking forward to and what I hope happens is when they do go to Cleveland, drum fan replaces the drum with a giant garbage can for those <laughs> games. So the entire game when he's drumming, it's just the garbage can sound, the little the little hollow echo. Uh, side tangent, he was unable to make the opening day game. Oh, no. Due to something. It's like his first missed opening game in 30 years. Uh, so they got Pat, the drummer of the Black Keys, who is from Akron, Ohio, to fill in his place. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's sad that the guy missed it. Doesn't he go to every single game? Isn't that his thing? I walked past him at the World Series, and I was like, oh, my God, there's the guy. (laughs) And he was like, get out of my way. I can't see. Did he yell that at you? No, it's a joke, Michael. I don't know. (laughs) He could be a super big jerk. I don't know. I know nothing about him other than he's there. Hey, man, if you bang on a drum... 
for 81 games for 30 years. Like, your personality is out the window. Well, maybe he, like, thinks really highly of himself, so he's arrogant, right? Like, he's the guy. It's like Fireman Ed for the Jets. Like, maybe that guy's a jerk because he's like, I'm Fireman Ed. Dude, this is Cleveland. He's not a Yankee fan. All right? There's no arrogance involved in banging a drum. I'm sure that there is arrogance involved. Come on now. Free throw guy made T-shirts for himself for the Blazer games. Who's free throw guy? It's the, bla- the the guy at the Blazer games that had the seat behind the free throw. And he had like behind the big the, like towel, right? He he was behind the hoop just in line of sight of whoever was shooting free throws. And he thought he was, you know, with the bees knees. arm movements, was getting in the head of free throw shooters. It was and, his it was his uh, fault that they were missing free throws. Yes. And then he ended up like making shirts that said free throw guy. Hmm. If he sold them, I, I don't know. That'd make it even worse. But yeah, I mean. Small markets, it could happen. Would you have bought one? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Why would anyone buy one? Well, I don't know. No. I'm, I'm tempted to buy a like a Marlins visor and sit behind home plate at the World Series. It's a terrible call. <laughs> yeah, this hump's been a little all over the place the whole game. <laughs> yeah, this hump. Come on. He's been all over the place. Side note, we can talk about Angel Hernandez if you want. In a little I bit. would like to. Oh, also, this hump, look at his arms. Oh, my God. He's ripped. So, my question is, and I will He's keep track of this. against I him. will keep a list of this, but... Do we think this will keep going? Or do yes. you think this oh, is like a division sure. thing? No, I think this is going to keep going. Now that fans see the trash can on the field six games in, it's like, oh, I really got to. I was going to pull that out in September, but now I got to step my game up. I, I guess I'll say this. I think it will keep going for the Astros' first trip to every stadium. I think season long in the AL West, it will probably be a thing. But, I mean, I guess you only go everywhere else once, right? So, yeah, it'll be a whole season thing. <clears throat> If the Astros make yeah. it to the World Series, I hope in game one of the World Series, right at the first pitch, someone goes streaking with two trash can lids in their hands, banging them through center field. Mm. That would be amazing. I hope that everybody at the World Series game takes out a trash can and starts banging it at the same time. Yeah. It creates a deafening roar of cheating reminding. Dodger fans would do it if they were actually paying attention to the game, but they, they just go there. To, up yeah, time, they yeah. just go there to show up because it's like, oh, I'm here with Colin Coward and Larry David, and this is so cool. In the fourth inning, and the Bella Twins. <laughs> Congrats on the Hall of Fame. What? <laughs> they're going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Good for them. I never watched them wrestle once in my life, but they're going to the Hall of Fame. All right, when we come back, it's time to dive in and kind of look around. And what have we noticed? What makes us excited about this first week of baseball? All of that coming up. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Well, it's doom and gloom in the Bronx as the Yanks lose one to the Orioles. Uh, that's first, the AL East leading Orioles? The AL first. East leading Baltimore Orioles. Yankee Stadium win for the Orioles in 12 tries. New they lost 12 straight games Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that ain't 2021, though, man. Give me the Orioles. Why not? I do think the Orioles are going to be really sneaky. Wait a second. Year. Is that a real thing? This isn't a missed typo? The Orioles got four hits? Yeah. The Yanks got 13? Yeah. True and story. lost? Yankees left a million runners on base, yes. I'm loving, I'm loving this Orioles team. I'm all about them. They got heart. 
play with character. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm loving this Orioles team, too. Oh, I haven't watched a single bit of it. I've watched almost every Orioles game. They're a lot of fun. Yep, series sweep to start out the season against the Red Sox. Oh, I, I, I did watch, I think, the uh, it was the second day, the Friday, there were no games on, so that was the opening day for the Orioles and the Red Sox because their game got rained out. I did watch some of that game. And that leads me to this. Things we have noticed. We can spend two segments on this. We can spend the next hour on this. I don't really care. Okay. Things we've noticed over the first week of the season. And I'm going to start with this. The Red Sox suck. That team is such garbage, such garbage. I know they beat the Rays today and scored a lot of runs. They've won three in a row against And I know earlier today you told me that JT Martinez is not dead and hitting. I don't believe that. Juan Dulio. Juan Dulio, I don't believe it. I think he sucks. I think that pitching staff sucks. I think Alex Cora is a cheater. And I can't say it enough that the Red Sox are going to be the worst team in the American League. I mean, Juan Dulio is playing pretty good. He's playing season. very well. Um, yes, the Red he Sox. better. They're paying him like $28 million a year. <laughs> the Red Sox are not good. And I bet on the Orioles two of the first three games of the season because I knew the Red Sox weren't good and they were being overvalued because well, they're right the Red Sox. Um, the Red Sox have a little bit of life, right? They just swept the Rays in a three-game series. I think it was a, a sweep. And it's April. Um, but – Generally, the team is garbage. They have a bad bullpen. They have a bad staff. Although that Tanner Huek guy, or however you pronounce it, is basically the righty version of Chris Sale, and he's terrifying. Otherwise, I'm not. I'm not scared of them at all. They they are terrible. They are a terrible team. They they are super bad. And which leads me to believe, you know, I don't want to like jump on this. Like you were you were talking about the A. The A's got their first win today. I don't believe that's a bad team. Well, the question to me is that. Billy Bean's now gone. Right. So do the A's continue to have the same magic? Bob Melvin's there, of course. Well, this team's not that much different than the team last year. Simeon's gone, and that's kind of it. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's some changes You still have your and cornerstone and Chapman. Yeah, their pitching rotation is probably not the most sexy. And they just, uh, their new closer, Trevor Rosenthal's on the I.L., and yeah. might, might be out for a very long time. Yeah, relievers do that. You know, uh, but it's just one of those things where... I think there's a question because usually with the A's, it's always been, well, in Billy Bean, we trust, right? He'll sign sure. the right guy, and these random bit players that normally don't do anything are going to be helpful. And now it's like, well, that's not really the case anymore. We can't trust in Billy Bean because he's not there anymore. No, I fell for the trap last week, Mike, when you guys were talking about uh, teams that people would be surprised it wouldn't be so good this year. And I was looking at the A's and I didn't say it. I didn't want to go out on that limb because I, I guess I, they're the A's. I was like, no, they usually figure it out. And I was looking at their starting rotation and that didn't really inspire a lot of hope in me, but I figured I think they got Trevor Rosenthal. They got Sergio Romo. Maybe the back end will be able to help. And yeah, now that Rosenthal's gone and Romo hasn't looked really good for them to begin and the A's, I don't, I'm not so sure about them. Yeah. I mean, it's but their their staff has always had that issue where we look at it and we're like, Ugh, yeah, this is their starting rotation. But I mean, they're the guy they brought out there in game one was Chris Bassett. <laughs> exactly. He's like, their number one starter. Who? Mike Fires is hurt. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I tried to hold it. Tried to hold it together as long as I could and it lasted I, it's, about it's early point four it, seconds. I'm sure the A's will, will have a bit of a bounce back here, but that's what she said. The they do not look the part. So far, I mean, they were getting shillelagh in the first few games. Sure, but they are not Rockies bad. They are not Red Sox bad. They are not Pirates bad. No, 
Nobody's Pirates bad. They got they got they got maybe like the second best third baseman in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Like that alone puts them ahead of everybody else. They also have that scored, alone puts them ahead of the Rockies, who traded the best third baseman in baseball. They also have scored the least runs in baseball and have a minus thirty six run differential through seven games. Whatever. I love Bob Melvin. You know who? You know how bad that is. How bad? The second worst team is the Pirates at minus twenty five. Pirates are bad. And they that, just gave up double-digit runs to the Reds back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. That that's a bad a, team. That is atrocious. Minus 36 already to start. It's really bad. Uh, the Pirates tweeted out after they beat the Cubs on opening day. They're like, guess we're just going to go undefeated. They haven't won since. No. They are 1-5. Just like the A's are worse, 1-6. Uh, no, I'm not ready to pile on the the A's. Speaking of the Rockies, they're up 5 nothing in this game. Against the Diamondbacks. That's another bad team. <laughs> okay. Thoughts on the early part of the season. Yeah. There's a lot of bad teams. There's a lot of bad teams. There's a lot of bad teams. There's a lot of bad teams, okay? Detroit is bad. Cleveland is bad. Arizona's bad. Colorado's bad. Boston is bad. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is bad. bad. The Marlins have been bad. Uh, I think they'll I think they'll be fine. Um the Mariners are bad. The, Mar- the Mariners are bad. They've had two good innings. They are bad. Okay, the Mariners are bad. I don't think the Royals are very good. The Rangers are probably bad. The Rangers are definitely bad. But there's three no three. There's no probably in that. They just took two or three from the Blue Jays. So, you know, there's, there, there's that. Okay, maybe we don't need these expanded playoffs after all. Yeah. <laughs> right? There, there's a lot of bad teams in baseball. There's a lot of bad teams. We'll in revisit this, obviously, throughout the season, but yeah. You know, and even the mid, even the mid tier teams, I don't know how good they are either. Like, how good is Milwaukee? How good is Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. I don't know how good the Astros are. How good are the Giants? I mean, Padres just lost Tatis. Yeah, and without him, there's a bit of a lull in that lineup. You can tell. Um, I'm talking about Will Myers still doesn't play with batting gloves. The That's Cubs are the Cubs any good? No, I think the Cubs are bad. Are the Braves going to be? I mean, they're two and four. The Braves are going to be just fine. I'm a little worried about their staff. It has uh, not looked good. I'm not worried. Are the Nationals going to be good? Maybe. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird. This is a very strange season in baseball. You can already tell, and it's going to be made even stranger because after COVID, there's going to be all this worry about pitchers' arms, maybe not being fully acclimated to a full season again. Yeah. There's going to be you know. Weird instances of guys getting pulled too early and the bullpen's getting exposed. Yeah. Strange. Are the Reds any good? I don't know. They They sure do like to hit. They went from being one of the worst hitting teams in the history of the sport last year to scoring a ton of runs, but against the Pirates. Yeah. Your boy Tyler Naquin's great. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, so I don't know. So I think the first takeaway, my number one takeaway that I get in the first week is that there's a lot of bad baseball teams. Yep. And I would say to expand upon that, and this is the first time I think I've ever said this, there's a lot of bad baseball being played. Yes. Yes. It's not as exciting to watch. And I've been watching a lot of it, Mm -hmm. and I will always watch a lot of it. But so far... I have not enjoyed the baseball being played. It's not great. It's not great. Maybe there's a bit of rust. You know, it's the first week of the season coming off spring training. Sure. But I'm seeing a lot of 0 for 5s with five strikeouts. (laughs) 
basically. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. When we come back, let's flip the script on this. Let's be a little more positive, right? We are a positive group of people. Joe's baseball team won a game today. First place in the division. My team won a game today. That's two of us. Mm-hmm. We're in a positive, positive. My, my team played here. a game today. Would you say they played? Yes. You just didn't get just someone on second base for no reason? I mean, you get 14 hits, you score three runs, there's a problem. There's an error, too. I saw that. Uh, so let's flip this script, and I want to talk about things that have excited you, surprised you, okay. made you feel really good. There are some texts coming in that I will get to those on the other side as well. This is the Hot Corner. Odyssey.com, 10athefan.com, Portland Sports Leader. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Coming up in the second hour, we'll look around the league and just kind of keep keep things rolling on this train of kind of just initial reactions and stuff. As the season progresses, you know, storylines will, will show up. If Max Freed has another bad outing, we'll talk about is there something wrong with Max Freed and, and so forth. But I kind of want to just spend the rest of the the rest of the evening kind of just talking about, I don't know, just a couple guys baseball. sitting around talking about some baseball. Well, we got fair foul coming up at 830. You want it to be more positive. I do want to be positive. So first thing that came to mind when you said that was Mike Trout is still the best player in baseball and he's incredible to watch. And it's not even close. I know I love Mookie Betts. Dodgers fans love Mookie Betts and you have every right to. But Mookie Betts is not even the best player in his own town. No, that still goes to our guy. And I've watched two Angels games this year. I watched Sunday Night Baseball against the White Sox, mm-hmm. which had the walk-off through and home run from Jared Walsh. Yes. Good game. Good game. And then I watched, I've just kind of been randomly watching games throughout the first week of the season, so I watched them play part of against the Astros yesterday, I think. And Mike Trout still looks like Mike Trout. His swing is completely unchanged. He is a machine up there. And when he hits home runs, it is like an absolute atomic bomb went off in the stadium. He did hit one so far yes the other day and it came off the bat and you were just like oh! you like sat back in your seat when it happened like oh my god mike trout is currently batting 368 right now and was quoted and was quoted the other day when asked about how he's feeling at the plate he said his hitting he feels is getting close <laughs> getting close getting close he's batting 368 with a 556 on base percentage just slugging is down right now because Believe it or not, it took him three games before he hit his first home run. The other thing I would say in relation to that, but a slight tangent that I think is a bit of a positive, is that I'm noticing a difference with the baseballs. Are you? There has been a lot more off-the-bat, surefire home runs that are being caught in the outfield. Ooh, sexy. and it's you know I'm into that stuff. This is totally unscientific, so forgive me. But this is a scientific show, Mike. You better get your research together. Um, the amount of times that in the last few years we've watched the ball off the bat, and you're like, "Well, that's gone," and it's clearly gone. That's happened to me multiple times this year, and it's been like not even warning track power balls. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, look at that! Oh, it's a flyout." 
And what mm. they and it's not stopping home runs. I mean, there's still there's still plenty of home runs. I mean, you saw Stanton hit the grand slam, 471 feet the other day. Yeah, massive shot. And we're talking about Trout's home runs and Ryan McMahon on the Rockies hit three home runs yesterday. I mean, the home runs are still flying. Right, right, right. But I think what baseball was trying to do, and obviously this will be proven over the course of the season with numbers. This is not just the first week eye test, is just to stop those wall scrapers from all going out because the ball was so easy to hit. Just the little changes that they made. Pull it back a little bit, even it out, balance a little bit. And I think early on, I feel like I am seeing the effect of that. If it's a home run, almost all of them have been clear home runs. Now, let me ask you this, though. So you're telling me over the span of, what, maybe two years that we feel the balls have been a little juiced, two, three years? Sure. That that was enough to swing on the pendulum your thoughts when a home run is hit yeah because what they were talking about when they were making changes to the ball was that the even the smallest changes are drastic once on the field to the ball the smallest changes to the ball can become drastic and they used an example from the kbo the korean baseball organization because in god bless the kbo the kbo is home run festival or was and they changed the ball in the same way that the mlb did maybe slightly different but you know in the same light and they saw a, a decrease in home runs the following year. So it works. I think the thing is, is that because the ball was juiced or whatever you want to say, is that balls that would never have been home runs were being hit for home runs. Yeah. All across <clears throat> Major League Baseball in every park. For now, we're bringing it back a little bit. It's how it feels in the first week. Okay. You know, colder weather does hurt. The warmer it gets, the easier the ball flies. So, you know, in April, we're going to see a lot of colder games. Especially when you get to, like, Texas and Houston and yeah. L.A. and Arizona. Um, although some of those have roofs. So right, that right. Will help. But so it's early, so that could be part of it as well. And like I said, this is not – I can't make any sort of big grand ju- judgment based off seven games. But it is something that I was keeping an eye on, and I'm seeing a lot of it so far. So. I, l- I like this text, 503-250-1080. The Pete Alonso one on Sunday Night Baseball was crazy. Thought that was going 450. And it was caught? No, no. It was just she was gone. Oh, oh, oh okay. Gone. Um, And it's been really cool. You're right. We've seen moonshots. Trout's had a moonshot. Shohei Otani has had a moonshot. I think we need to dedicate a segment to Shohei Otani. We can do that. because we'll, I'll tell you what, Mike. We'll do that at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Because I watched that game solely because of Otani. I had other things going on that night, and I went, you know what? No. I'm putting on Angels White Sox on Sunday Night Baseball and watching this game. Said no one ever. And I watched the game, and it was fantastic. You know what was great about that, too? So my dad is an quote-unquote Angels fan. He, he does not watch baseball nearly as much as we do. But he basically Joe Fish the second. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, good bo- dude. Born and raised in Orange, California. Build you a deck. Went, went to Angels games back in the late '60s, and I got to inform him about how good Shohei Otani was. He's like, "Yeah, I think I, I think I've heard of that guy," and because he obviously knows about Mike Trout. I would know? hope so. Yeah, he <clears throat> damn well should. His but, last name's Fish. But telling him, you gotta like, know the Trout. <laughs> very true. Um, and just telling him like. 
honestly, if he can put it all together this season, he's going to be very, very good for you guys on pitching and hitting because that's very rare. He's like, oh, that'll be nice. And then later that night, crushes a 450-foot <laughs> bomb. And I'm like, hey, just so you know. Just so you know, Dad. Otani just blasted one out of the park. So things are looking pretty good. Yeah, so we'll get to that at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. I'm down. Some little, some little few things that I want to give a shout-out, uh, you know, as there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. That's the number one fantasy player in baseball right that now. Dude's been is Nick hot. Castellanos. He's also appealing his suspension, which is why he's still playing. And he should appeal his suspension because he slid and stood up and Yachty wanted to fight him and he was like backing up. Well, he did talk ass to the pitcher after sliding Whatever. and stepping over him. Whatever. You can talk ass. That doesn't mean you should get suspended. I did Cur- think it was a little bit. Extreme. The dude's currently batting 474 right now with three home runs. Like, what up, dude? I think the 22 reason, total bases. He's a slugging of 1.158. I think the reason for the suspension was more so the like causing a benches clearing, quote unquote, social Inciting. distancing protocol violation. I would argue Yadier Molina did that. <laughs> Should have just taken as it. he's been doing for 20 years. Yeah, but Yadi doesn't get suspended. He's Yadi. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and just the Reds' offense uh, in general. There's uh, some dude named Tyler not going to work here anymore. Uh, Tyler Naquin Probably is having himself uh, a few good games starting in the outfield for uh, uh-huh. So it's another Indians Cincinnati player Reds. who left the Indians and is now good? <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> I hate that guy. You hate every Indian who has left and has somehow played well. It's not true. I love I love Manny Ramirez. I think that this is just a and Jim told me. I think it's just a small market teams okay. that normally suck and lose their players. Patrick thing. hates Indian players who were bad on the Indians who then left and were good. Thank you. Well, I hate Dylan Bundy. It's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. any yeah. player that leaves the or I mean, it happens with John too more yeah. than anything. I'm never gonna hate Frankie Lindor. He was good for us. Mm-hmm. But Gio Urshela, kick rocks. Yandy Diaz, die in a plane crash. You know, <laughs> like I'm done with all these people. Tyler Naquin, like I will drive to Cincinnati and punch you in the face. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm, 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 I'm not into that at all. What about the Klubs? Klubs? You won two Cy Youngs in Cleveland. What do you want from me? That guy is untouchable. Okay. So you're going to root for him on the Yankees then? No, because he's way past his prime and he's not good. I don't want him tarnishing that legacy. Oh, okay. He's got two Cy Youngs, man. How many Yanks got two Cy Youngs? Garrett Cole? He's got two? I don't know. Does he? I don't think he has one. He has a one-one? Oh, yeah, no. He's got to have one. That one season was pretty ridiculous. Unless he lost to Corey Kluber. Or Justin Berlander <laughs> in the same year. <laughs> anyway, I digress, I guess. No Cy Youngs? No Cy Youngs. Really? Suck it, Mike. Shane Bieber has more Cy Youngs than he does. <laughs> Bartolo Colon has three more Cy Youngs star, than he does. All MLB first team. Only three. A- ALERA leader in 2019. But I think no. I, I think Corey Kluber made three All Star teams in one season. Nobody. That's not possible. Well, thank you. I was like, that's a joke to meant to throw out there for y'all to have some fun with, and everyone's just not paying attention not caring how many that's like one a week for the last five weeks that you've thrown a joke out but both of us have like started looking at yeah, something you, yeah you guys just look around you're like well it's because we're not listening we're checked out this baseball show is kind of cool maybe i'll turn it up in my headsets <laughs> oh geez my microphone's right in front of me <laughs> all right we come back i do want to talk about the the pitching hitting phenom that may have come a little later than we expected, but I do believe 
might be asserting his authority. We'll get to Shohei Otani to start the second hour, and we'll do all that. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan.